When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax in knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, you get 15% off UPS shipping services and 15% off all shipping supplies. Plus, Staples is open seven days a week. So you can ship around your schedule this holiday. And still get everything out in time while spending less. Staples, there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Exclusions apply. In-store only. See associate for details. Ends 1229-18. Welcome, everyone. Today, we got a special show. I actually went out on assignment out in the field, and uh, I went out and checked out a group that Insane Throttle Biker News is going to be sponsoring, and it was something else, let me tell you. The Facebook group is Real People Helping People in Rock County, Wisconsin. What these people were doing out there today was amazing. They were feeding the homeless, something that they do every weekend on a Sunday, something they do every day at 6 o'clock at night by going around, taking them sandwiches, making sure they have something in their belly, going out there, providing them food, clothing, tents, sleeping bags, what have you. But these people were pretty amazing, and it was something special for you know me to go out there Watch all this go down and see that people out there are actually not all dicks. Let me tell you. (laughs) You know, in today's society, it's all about me. And what I've seen out there today was people helping people. Not being selfish, but being human beings. So, look forward to talking to you guys after the interviews. I had a few of them. So, if you can uh, listen through, you know... If you're doing something, you got to get up, pause it, and, you know, this is really something that Insane Throttle and I think, you know, Motorcycle Madhouse is really going to concentrate on. I'm thinking actually about doing a documentary of this. You know, I don't think people really know unless it's in front of them. But let's go ahead on over into the interviews, and uh, I'll see you on the other end, and uh, we'll talk more. Crack that throttle, and let's get this show on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, don't want to fuck with. Your mouth all glued up with honey juice. I asked you a question. Oh my god, this girl's really turning me on. Suck me sideways. Are you gonna pull those pistols and whistle Dixie? Hollywood's motorcycle madhouse on iHeartRadio. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari, and today I'm out in the field, and we're going to be doing an interview with uh, a group off of Facebook. It's called People Helping People, 
and I'm sure if I uh, screw Dad up, my guess is going to be uh, correcting me on that. Actually, you know what? It's something else. I'm looking out there right now. They're feeding the homeless. They got a picnic going on. And we're going to discuss some of the issues that are facing uh, the homeless on this show today. Because I know it's not brought up in the mainstream media as much as it should be. My special guest right now, and I'm going to be going through a couple interviews, talking to the organizers of the event, see what it's all about and uh, what they're trying to accomplish, and uh, let's get some word out on this uh, issue. But uh, I'm with Papa. How you doing, Papa? Hey, how you doing, James? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. So tell me a little bit about the group, and uh, you know, I know you guys uh, contacted. We know each other, and you contacted me and uh, started talking about the group. And it's just amazing as I'm looking out out there and seeing everything that's going on. I took a little video, and uh, that'll be on uh, YouTube. But uh, tell me what you guys are uh, doing here. Well, what our purpose is is to feed the homeless and the hungry. Our group is the real people helping people in Rock County and surrounding areas. Uh, okay, I butchered that one. Ah, okay. well. <laughs> There's a lot of bikers out here, man. Yes, there is. A lot of homeless bikers. Right, right. You know, any just... day, any of us can be homeless. Exactly. We could lose our job, our house, whatnot. Um, and there we go. Right. Well, you know, I was talking to you earlier, and one thing that does concern me is... You know, I know this area because I live up here now, but I am from Chicago, and the problem in Chicago is just phenomenal. And, you know, seeing out in a little town like this and hearing about how the town and all that are harassing them, and, you know, you said somebody was put in jail for 60 days for trespassing, and that's just concerning to me. Well, the problem is we've got a lady, Diana Hendricks, which you can look her up on the Internet, She's a multi-billionaire. She controls this town, and what she says goes. And this, this town, they want it to be this perfect uh, utopian city. Well, so the homeless, it's illegal to be homeless. Man, that's disgusting right there. It's illegal to be homeless. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> that is something right there. So what they do is they check them, they lock them up, they'll arrest them for trespassing, vagrancy, whatnot, and whatever. Yesterday, McDonald's kicked them all out. Well, they're paying customers. They buy a soda or they buy a hamburger or whatnot. Everywhere they go, they get roasted. We've given them tents, sleeping bags, blankets, whatnot, and whatever. The cops come in and they tear it all down. So what are they going to do this winter? And what police departments are doing that? That's Beloit Police Department and the uh, South Beloit Police Department. As a matter of fact, a couple weeks ago, six of the guys were walking down the railroad track. They arrested all six and sent them to Winnebago County Jail in Illinois. Just for walking down the railroad Just track. for walking down the railroad track, yes. <laughs> you know, that's pretty sad what kind of world we came come into where cops have nothing better to do than just arrest some homeless people walking down the tracks. When, you know, we know in our area, you know, there's drugs out there, the gang banging, and all kinds of violence, but they'd rather spend their time, uh, you know, messing with innocent people. Well, yes, that's just it. You know, I guess it might be easier. Maybe it's a way to get them off the street and make the city look prettier or whatnot. Now, the homeless fellows, they get arrested. They can't pay fines, so they have to go to jail. Um, 
But the city, they're just pushing it and pushing it, no matter what they do. Well, these are veterans. These are old bikers. These are people that just can't afford a place to live. Some get food stamps, but it's a very minimal amount, such as $20 a month, which you can't live on. They should have a place for them to sleep. Uh, and they'll come up with, they've got some homeless shelters here. Well, it's, it's like the old adage, you know, if you know somebody, you got to blow them to get in. You right. know what I mean? That they, they don't help uh, anyone that they don't feel is under their guideline. Mm. Mm. What do you, you know, what, what do you say to those people that are out there that are <laughs> basically ignorant who say, well, they just don't want to work and that's why they're homeless? Well, that's baloney. Once they're down, how do you get back up? You need a helping hand up. You know, it's not a free ride. Just give them a helping hand up. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, we got homeless vets sitting on the street right now. I got, you know, I'm watching them right now. They're eating. You guys are doing a beautiful job and stuff. What do you say to, you know, because I know this area right here is more liberal and stuff like that. But what do you say to those politicians who, you know, support sanctuary cities and illegal immigration? You know, they'd rather take care of them instead of our own people. Well, our own people first, always. And as far as I'm concerned, many won't like my views, but I say get them the hell out of here and take care of our own before anyone else. Mm. Mm. That You know what? I totally, no, I'm 100% behind that, man. You know, you got vets on the street who serve this country honorably, and you got these politicians. Well, take Beloit for example. They're so far up uh, Hendrix's ass, you know, a multi-billionaire, and you said she was like, what, uh, 40, uh, the fourth on the richest women in the world list? Yes, sir. So they're copping up to her, but at the same time, well, we support illegal immigration, but they can't take care of our own people. And I just find that freaking disgusting. Well, you know, we've got, in Beloit alone, there's 300, I believe, and 68 children that are homeless. Man, in the little town of Beloit, Wisconsin. They don't let you know that. They'd rather spend money for Hendricks whining and dining Governor Walker mm -hmm. than take care of our own children and our vets and our homeless and the hungry. Mm -hmm. There's a wrong picture there, man. Well, it's an extremely wrong picture where... Uh, you know what? I just can't. You know what? This I've seen it in Chicago, Lower Halstead, and stuff like that. I don't know if you're familiar with you know Lower Halstead in Chicago. You know they sleep under the vents in the winter time. That way they get heat from the buildings and stuff like that. But it only seems like they want to help the illegal ones, and that's what's really pissing me off. Because that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm looking at all this right now is. How the hell do you have the gall to go out there and say, well, we're going to protect illegals, and we got our people <laughs> sitting right on the freaking street, and in addition to that, you have your police departments out there pushing them out of the town. They got nowhere else to go. You know, making a living nowadays is, it's ridiculous. It's and horrible. the rent is sky high. Well, that's just it, you know, these the illegals in this town, if ICE came here, Immigration came here, 
half the damn town would be gone. Mm -hmm. But yes, you're right. They help these illegals. They they run the food stamps. The stores take the food stamps for alcohol or drugs in this little town. But our vets have to eat shit out of the garbage. We've got an 82-year-old man. He lives on the streets. He's been for several years. We found him digging in garbage cans for food. Now, this man's a vet. He served his country for, I would, I, I think he said 20 years. 20 years vet, and he's got to dig into the damn garbage can. That's fucking, ugh. It's sick. That's so, every night at 6 o'clock, we go through the city, and we take out sandwiches for the homeless. Rain or shine. Every Sunday, we have a picnic. If someone needs blankets, pillows, tents, sleeping bags, tarps, we provide them. We do not get any donations. This is all donated items. We don't take cash, which we would, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all through the group, right? This is all through the group. We take the money out of our own pockets, basically. Um, but somebody has to care. Somebody has to pay forward. Somebody has to show these men and women that they are cared for. Right. And you got some that have children out there right now. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. There's families living down along the, the creek. Uh, I don't want to say where, what, or whatever, because the cops, if they yeah, find they, out where they, the hell they, they are, they're the going to harass this, Yeah, they'll go all over them, especially when I start bringing it out. Because you know what? Honestly, I plan on trying to do a document and you know a doco and you know what people need to see this they need to see it right there in their face you know why they're sitting on their damn couches watching sunday night football you know complaining about you know well i don't have this or i don't have this and the poor me fucking bullshit right you know we're they, damn lucky to have what we have yeah you're damn lucky to have a roof over your head while you got people out there you know, sleeping next to the river. You got people out there going through garbage cans. Oh, that 20-year shit's got me pissed right now. <laughs> that 20-year vet got me pissed. There's no way in hell in this fucking country that we should have a 20-year vet eating out of garbage cans. Exactly. Should not. Uh-uh. And uh, I hope uh, you guys heard that. 20-year vet. <laughs> it's sickening, if you ask me. So... How did the group get started? I started the group myself five years ago. And in five years, we've grown dramatically. A lot of hard work, a lot of diligence. We've got some very, very caring people on the board. Now you've got a board and everything? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, it's, it's been a hard road. It's been a great road when someone comes up. I'll give you an example. I had two young people, I would guess 18 years old, guy and a guy and a girl. They came to my home to get food, and they started crying and giving me hugs. Now, to you and me, we eat supper, we sit down, and we forget, you know. It's all good for us, but that's what keeps us going. It's those type of people that come up and give us a hug and say, God bless you. Thank you. Well, it's phenomenal what you're doing, Papa. It really is. And you know what? You got a big heart. And this is just amazing what I'm seeing here. Oh, uh, you know, God damn, it's amazing. But it does kick you in the ball seeing the situation people are in. Do you receive any government assistance to help 
No, we received nothing from anyone. So this is all you guys, all your violence, this is all the Facebook group? Yes. Wow. That's just freaking amazing, man. <laughs> He's kicking ass, man. You really are. Well, we have other groups in North Carolina and several other cities. They're not really getting off the ground, but we would love to see others. And what groups are those? we're doing. That's what, North Carolina, you said? Yes, Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. And what other ones you got? Uh, we've got Watertown, Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, pretty much mainly in Wisconsin mm -hmm. and right along the state line. The other groups don't have very good leadership, so they're not really going very far. We try to get them going, but uh got to have good leadership, just like right. anything else. You know, I've been riding motorcycle for 40 years. Damn it, seems like I'm an old bastard. We're old tramps now, man. But, you know, I'm paying back for what I took. You know, sometimes we go through life do naughty things. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've been both there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, remembering back, not caring, not giving a shit. But you got to, man. Right. Life is precious. We've had two fellows, homeless guys. One a month ago was beat so bad uh, by a fellow because he was homeless. Jesus 17 Christ. stitches across the eye, broke his leg, broke his shoulder, and quite a bit more. Last week we had a fella, Donnie I'll call him, which is his real name. He died. He, uh, they say he fell in the river. I know Donnie. Right. I doubted if he just fell in the river. But we've got all these problems. People attacking the homeless. You know. They're punk motherfuckers doing that. They're, they're nothing but punks if they're doing that kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. They ought to be beat. You're damn the right they need to be beat. <laughs> Just like, oh man, that's sickening right there. How the hell do you beat on somebody that can't fight back? That is always bugged me. That's some punk shit. It is. Very much so. But, you know, we just gotta get out there and give a shit. You know, if people just cared, it don't take but five minutes to stop at McDonald's or Burger King or whatnot. You see a homeless guy in the side of the street, hand him a burger, buy him a Coke. I, we don't give money out to the homeless because um, they'll buy it, you know, alcohol yeah, or whatnot. Alcohol but the thing is, you just think about if you were on the street. Hell, I'd want to be drunk constantly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Now, do you get them uh, pushed to any AA programs or all that or work with any uh, different social services? Or No, we have several of our members that are recovering addicts and, or alcoholics. I am one. And we try to guide them in the right direction. But it's hard to get these... Uh, local organizations to get involved. It's very hard. Even churches. Even the churches. We do have two churches that donate bread and potatoes and whatnot, but the problem is we're at the last of the line and the stuff is normally moldy or rot. Right. So we have to pick through it. And right. That's messed up. Man. And the food banks don't help out? No. Man, that's a and who do we got standing here? 
This is Tracy Churchill. Tracy, how you doing? I'm very well. <laughs> yeah. She, w I won't be able to hear her without the mic. I would love to chat with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead and give her the mic, uh, Papa. We're switching over right now, but you know, what do you guys think out there? Just hearing this right, and this is in Beloit, Wisconsin, and you know, I know most of the people out there. They look at it on a you know, on the size of a Chicago or L.A., but what I'm looking at right here is just terrible. You know, hearing 20 years of vet having to eat out of a damn garbage can. What kind of country are you coming, you know, to right now? But right now I got Tracy with me. How you doing, Tracy? I'm doing just great. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, well, I've lived up here in Rock County since 1986. Um, I graduated from a Janesville High School. I became very involved with the Janesville JCs when they were still in the area. I was on the board of directors for quite a few years. And it seems a lot of our nonprofit places have, have kind of been losing support and just not able to maintain themselves. So a few years I just helped out here and there with the Salvation Army things, you know, stuff like that. But uh, when I found this group, it was very welcoming and a lot of people just normal folks like me you know people that work people that don't have a lot of heart and want to help and it's it's a really worthy cause we got a lot of people right here in our own backyard that need help well you know ken was telling me you know i'm quite disturbed and i keep bringing it up on the show in the segment we had a he telling me about a 20 year old 20 year vet that was eating out of garbage cans we have how is it a vet isn't in a position you like tell that? me you tell me and we just had a gentleman in Rock County, the Vietnam vet, Mr. Eccles, who just found, passed away, floating in the river. They just hauled his body out last week. That's the one that they tried to claim he just fell in. Daniel Eccles is his name. Wow. And he served his country, and he did his thing, and he was just left alone on the streets, and unfortunately, that's how he came to an end. And we'll see him in the headline for a week or two, and nobody, no human being, deserves to just leave this earth like that, but especially no. not someone that's risked everything. Not somebody who fought in the jungles of Vietnam. No, and we, everybody deserves humane treatment, but our vets deserve way, way, way more than they're getting. Why mm. are we sending money overseas and we got people right here sleeping in the parks that the police go and take their tarps and their tents that we work so hard to get for them and just throwing them away to try and move them along. It, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. Now, that's through Beloit and South Beloit again, right? Beloit, Beloit and South Beloit Police Departments that, that uh, ransacked our, our, we like to call them our regulars, mm -hmm. but ransacked, you know, our guys and stuff. And they don't have a lot, and most of them aren't troublemakers. Most of them are just as sweet as can be, and they're willing to help out and clean up and do work for, you know, whatever you want to do for them. They're, they're just more than happy to show up. They look forward to that lunch meat or peanut butter sandwich every night that we bring them. They look forward to just a place where they can sit and, and not be judged, you know. We all have a story, but right. we're all humans. I mean, well, like I was telling Papa, you know, we sit down for dinner and, you know, we might have this financial worry or that financial worry, but this is real life right now. This uptown is problems, deal. we call that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, we all worry about how we're going to pay our electric bill or how we're going to feed our kids or how we're going to buy their school supplies. We don't have crap to worry about, pardon my French. I mean, we're not worrying about are we going to have clean water to drink? Are we going to have deodorants put on? Where are we going to sleep tonight? 
How are our kids going to make it to see them the next day? You know, we, we don't worry about those things. And those are constant 24-7 worries to a lot of our people here. Mm-hmm. Vets and non-vets. What would you say to the town of, or the city of Beloit? I don't know if it's a town or city, but... I would... First thing I would say is I am pleasantly surprised by the number of people I talk to and contact to help out. I go to a lot of rum and sales in weather like this, and once I tell the people what I'm looking for and why I'm looking for it, nine out of ten of them volunteer to cut the prices in half or here, just take it, you know, just simple little things. You don't have to have a lot to do a lot. All you got to do is have the desire to help one person. And I'm pleasantly surprised by the amount of people I've found that do that. I guess my message would be, you know, take a cue from your neighbor, guys. Look across the street. You're going to see somebody that needs a hand up. Not right. a handout, a hand up. Right. You know, what do you think the city can do better? I know it may be called a pipe dream. I would love to see a local program put in place with perhaps one of these many vacant buildings that you can see from here turned into, you know, an overnight shelter, so to speak. They don't have to do everything. Give them a safe place to sleep. How many shelters are in Beloit? As far as I know, there's only one, and then there's also a domestic violence outreach program, but I can't speak a lot as to where that's located. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I asked Papa this question, and, you know, I think it's ignorant of the assholes who, uh, I'm a non-senator program. <laughs> I think it's pretty ignorant when people ask or, you know, say, you know, well, you know, if they just would work, you know, they wouldn't be homeless. That is, you're, you're correct. That's a very, very ignorant statement. Yeah. I really do. I think that's the biggest It, it is. It's the biggest ignorant thing there is. Because a lot of these people do work. They They take whatever they can find, whether it's yard work or a temporary construction job or just, you know, whatever they can get mowing a lawn. They'll do it for five bucks if you got a mower that they can do it for, you know. It, it, a lot of them have the desire to work. I cannot tell you how many people in the last couple of weeks have come up and said, I got hired, but I got to have steel toe boots or I got to have prescription safety glasses or this could change my family's life. We have a, a, a young man that I know personally, I went to school with him who's got a wife and two preschool-aged children, just got hired at a, at a very good-paying job, manual labor, and he's going for it, and he's scrimped and saved and done everything he can and got his boots, got his jeans, got his glasses. He needs gas money just to drive there for the first week till he gets his check. We're lucky enough to have some, some admins and some of our regular members that are throwing in a dollar or two to get him a gas card for Quick Trip, you know? Fuel only. It's not like you can take it and right. use it for something that's deemed unnecessary. It, it's somebody that's sincere in wanting to work their own way up. And if people could just come down here one day, you know, just meet some of these people. They could be your father, your grandfather, your grandmother, your mom, your sister. There's You hear about the bad because that's the exception to the rule. That's what makes the headlines. The good that happens every day. They don't highlight, and I think a lot of these people get get a really, really, pardon my French, crappy reception from the general public because they just assume, oh, you must be a druggie, oh, you must be a criminal, you must be a felon, you must have murdered somebody. No, they lost their job, they got divorced, they had a medical crisis, their savings were wiped out, they got their house foreclosed on. They're trying, they're still here. 
they're normal they're not everyday out, they're people. They're not out doping themselves up and looking for an easy way out. They're not asking to move into your garage. They're not even asking you for money. They just need a meal and a little bit of human contact. I think more people need to open their eyes and see that. Well, what a lot of people don't realize is that it'd be them, too, next. If, you know, We're all just a couple paychecks goes. away from being in the same spot. Right. If you really think about it. Right. Well, we got, uh, look at that pretty, well, I have somebody that's a pretty I'd, pit I'd like right you to there. be here. This is Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing? This is Tim. Lou. Lou. Is Lou? the puppy's name. And I make sure Lou gets a little puppy treat every time I'm down here. And <laughs> well, is, I'm gonna mic up. Uh, I'm gonna mic him up. And Tim uh, would like to chat with you, so I'm gonna right. pass this over to him. It was very nice speaking with you. You too. You got a pretty puppy, man. What's his name? Lou. Lou. Hello. Lou. This is a pretty okay. pit, man. American American pity, right red there. Red nose. Red nose. Red nose. Oh, how you got her? <laughs> um, how I got him. Uh, I was up here charging my phone, and some black guy said. Uh, you interested in a pit bull, red nose? And I'm like, sure. I mean, I said, why are you going to give him up? And he said, um, his rent was going to up, go up, and he's an expensive dog. Yeah, he's a beauty, man. So tell me about yourself. Um, I'm homeless. Um, been on the streets for four years, going on five years. Addictions. Mm-hmm. Alcohol. And, um, we all got the place, man. But... We all got it. And how's you know how's it you know being out here? How's the police treat you? And, um, I try to stay away from. So I don't to say. Yeah. What do you think about the group? Um, they really. I'm grateful that they came together and decided to organize it. Actually, mm -hmm. they really help us. Like on the weekends, food. Mm -hmm. They help us with clothes and what necessities that we need. Mm -hmm. really, they, What's it like know. for you on a daily basis? Um, daily basis, uh, I struggle. Just come by, I collect cans and metal and just to get by day, day, day. Mm -hmm. Man. Everybody struggles somehow. Right, right. And uh, your old pit with you? Yeah, he's... Yep. He stays with I you stay all the time? Tent, yeah. Rock and roll. He's, I bet he's real loyal. Yeah, he's very, uh, as you can tell. You know, what do you think of, uh, you know, how the, you know, the city treats the homeless and, you know. I think they're a pain in the ass, actually. Yeah. A bunch of us congregate and we get together and sometimes we get out of hand with the alcohol and mm -hmm. high voices and they don't like that. Mm -hmm. Apparently we disturb them somehow. Yeah. Do you think, you know, you think they could do better for the homeless? They could. More programs, actually. What kind of programs do um, you think? Shelters, actually. Shelter? Better shelters. I don't know. I heard some of the shelters around here ain't so good. Mm. They got bugs in their stuff. And I'm not much for law myself. Right. Right. Do you have, uh, do they have programs that you can go to as far as, you know, AA or anything, you know, to help you out? Yeah, I believe they got AA. I never really looked into it. Okay, so they do got one or two things, <laughs> but they're not doing enough from what I'm seeing. Right, that's just much. my opinion. So pretty much, you're yeah. Right. But uh, you know, I'm also here with uh, Pastor Jerry. How's Pastor Jerry with you? Um, this is the first time I met him. Just met him. Uh, I've known him for a while, man. He's really busted his ass, and I know he's really out there uh, trying to, you know, help people. And uh, get to know him, man. He's a really good guy. Okay. So, well, anything else you'd like to say to um, everybody out there? 
I'd like to see more better organization. Try to get these groups or something else going on to help more homeless people get off the street. Right, right. Now, what could help you get off? I couldn't even tell you. Okay. I got to want to go first. Right, right. Well, it's hard, but I know you can do it, man. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a cool-looking guy. I know you can do it, man. So, but uh, I'm going to interview Jerry real quick, if you don't mind. And I wish you the best, man. I really do. Thank you. I, you know... Life's hard. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, too. I'm Hollywood. People, they call me around. Rock and roll. I got Jerry coming on. He's uh, a local pastor, and we'll uh, get his thoughts. I know uh, you were Vietnam, too, weren't you, Jerry? Yeah. You, too, buddy. <laughs> so what do you, uh, you know, what do you think about what's happening? Oh, in regard to the homeless? Yeah. Well, I agree with these last two, because I don't know what the other said, but there are things that could be done better. She had a good point about, we got a lot of empty buildings that could be used, especially through the winter, to house people, because they do need more shelter. We have the Sparrow's Nest, and the Sparrow's Nest, and the Sparrow's Nest. That's our list of homeless shelters. So then we got the one out of the right now, yeah. big city. I've, uh, I had one for five years up in Copeland, but I ran out of financing and funding. We were there for five years, and we went through a couple of hundred people over the five years. Mm-hmm. Most of them are successful now. They've got jobs, they quit drinking, quit drugs. How's the governmental services for those who want to start something like that? Uh, well, it's like anything with the word government involved. It's not easy. Right. But it can be done. Finding the places that'll fund you. I'm working on a couple of program ideas right now. What kind of program ideas you got? Well, I want to open another shelter, and that young girl, Nikki, you saw with me, mm-hmm. 15, and she wants to open a shelter. She can outline in words the entire shelter program, and she's 15. Wow. So if somebody 15 years old wants to get out there and help, mm-hmm. what do you think the problem is with, uh, you know, adults? You think they just get caught up in life and they don't see it point blank? Well, in that's them? one of them. The other thing is... People have the idea that homeless people are dirty, drunken, drug addicts, and thieves. Oh, yeah, yeah. there are those. Mm-hmm. Just like there are those in the group of people that think they're the homeless or that. And they don't want to, one, they don't want to take the time from trying to run their programs that they say are hope, so hopeful, helpful to the community. And the majority of them aren't. The majority of them aren't. We need more programs that offer real serious counseling to some of these people. And I don't mean psychology bullcrap. Mm-hmm. Not how I want to say it, but I'm faster. I had to say it that way. <laughs> Be back in the middle. They need, like me, I'm a, I'm a certified Christian counselor. So my job is to sit down with you or whoever, have them tell me what their problems are. And then I circle it back around and have them tell me how they can solve it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these homeless people really you know, like him. They want to solve their alcohol problem. They want to solve their drug problem. They want to solve their sex addiction or anger management problems. But they're afraid to go to these government-financed programs because they just really, in some respects, make it worse. One, if a landlord runs a background check and finds out that you've been going to see a state license, if you will, nothing against them, but a state licensed psychiatrist for six months, they're hesitant to rent you something. Right. Whereas, you say, well, you know, I've been going to see this Christian counselor. That doesn't sound anywhere near 
is threatening or intimidating the landlord or other people right. or the people that are seeking the counseling like me I don't charge for it I ask for a donation because mm -hmm. my time unfortunately is important but we need more programs like that and at Gridley we offer all those we, uh, we touch on things society itself is afraid to approach mm -hmm. afraid to talk about because oh that's that's dirty. None of these problems are dirty. We're all, everybody out here is one paycheck away from being homeless. And they don't realize that. Especially in nowadays. Oh, I make, I make $17 an hour. Big deal. If your company closes up, you could be homeless a week later. Right. Well, I make $33 an hour. Big deal. If your company closes up, you could be homeless two weeks later. And people don't want to admit to that. If they started coming down helping with programs like this one, like the one in Janesville, they start to realize what's really going on, how much help these people need, how much people, how much help these people want. They want help. There's no two ways about it. I've talked to people, because I work with both groups, the one in Janesville and this one. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to these people, and they have told me that they know they need help, but they can't find the right kind of help, because people don't have patience with them. Well, you're drunk, you'll always be a drunk. You're a drug addict. You'll always be a drug addict. That's not true. I was a drunk. I was a drug addict. I had an anger management problem. Loose flash, folks. I overcame with God's help. And my ex-wife tried to make sure I didn't overcome them, but what I've had now for 20-some years has kept me straight. Right. I'm still me. Mm. That part's never changed. I'm still me. And I'm just not as willing to hurt you as I used to be. Right. So, yeah, we need is a step ahead of most communities, they actually want to want to try to do something. But the community fights fights against it because, oh, we don't want a shelter in our neighborhood. Why is your neighborhood different from any other? Oh, you know, I paid three hundred fifty thousand dollars for my house, so you admit you're stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, I, folks, I say what I think. I don't make a lot of friends, but that's that's the major problem every community faces is the people in the community. They don't want it around them, but they want to solve the problem. You can't solve the problem if you're not willing to get involved with the problem. By the way, we're, next Sunday at Gridley, we're having a, our first annual church cookout, and everybody's welcome. We have Cheryl McCrary and her band, one of the top Christian music groups in the area, in Wisconsin, Illinois, and Minnesota, mm. playing. So it'll be a good day. It starts at 1 o'clock. Everybody heard that, right? 1 o'clock, guys. And if you have any questions, just get a hold of me, and I'll get a hold of uh, Pastor Jerry for you. Or you can call 779-771-0535. You got a Facebook? Yeah, got Con Gridley Congregational Church on Facebook, and Jerry Thomas on Facebook. Well, you know what? I really appreciate you coming on, and <coughs> uh, we're talking about the homeless. What do you think about the group? How are they doing? Looking good. What I've seen, everybody seems to be happy. Uh huh. So, okay. Awesome. And who do we got here? Well, I gotta get up and tell Nikki her mom's waiting for her in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. You go ahead and give her the mic. Hi. Hi, Deanna. Hi. You too. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? How'd you get involved in the group? Well, I've been in the group for four and a half years. Uh huh. Um, I've been an admin since March. Uh huh. What got you involved? Well, like, I, I do a lot of, um, like, nonprofit. Uh, I donate. I actually, I do cake. I do cakes too. And, uh -huh. um, it was an opportunity to give a child a free cake every month. So I make, um, 
in the group, I do a free cake every month for a child in need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I been I was doing that before just on my own. Right. But then I got when I got to be an admin. I so I've been doing free cakes since April was my first one. So I've done six free cakes. Um, I do this every Sunday. Well, it looks, you know what? It looks like a you know a great group. I've been going through the show talking about it, and it is. It is. Is it a good group? You know how you guys are running it with the board and everything is just amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yep. Um, yeah, there's three of us that came in at the same time. Me, Beth, and Ange. We've all been in since March. Awesome. Ange's obviously been in it for a long time, but I've been in the group though. I've been in this group for four and a half years. Okay. I just became an admin. Had a free time. So what do you think about the problem of homeless? I'm actually not sure. I mean, I was homeless once. Um, I was homeless for six months, me and my son. So rent is extremely high. That's one thing. Um, and if you get behind at all, you get that eviction, you know. So I think, I think that's a big, just housing in general. Mm-hmm. Like I've been, I've been living in Evansville this whole time. Um, I just moved to Janesville this week. Uh, and it was very hard to get back to Janesville just because of the, the housing is so, limited. I just took a little, little tiny, little mm-hmm. tiny apartment for me and my son and my husband, but it got me back to Janesville because Evansville was really hard for me to be going back and forth. Right. I feel right. like I can, I can help a lot more. Well, that, you know what, that's amazing that you got involved and how many people you got in your group right now? In the admin group or the group in general? The group in general. Uh, almost 6,000. 6,000? Mm-hmm. Wow. And is that all local? Uh, yeah, we do. We try to stick, um, basically to um, I want to say Rock County, but that's not. It's Rock County and the surrounding areas. We have people from, we don't, we try not to do anyone out of state. So it's all like basically Rockford is, you know, Illinois. We have some Freeport people and then basically just the little towns. We have like Footville, Orphaville, Edgerton, Janesville, Beloit, mm-hmm. South Beloit, Milton. Milton? Mm-hmm. Wow. So all the, all the surrounding areas from, from us, we help all them people. Have you noticed in the last, you know, say 17 months, you know, compared to the, you know, previous years, has there been more or less, you know, people coming in, you know, more people coming in or less? In the group? Yeah. A a lot more. Um, We've actually, we actually do a lot. um, We try to push, you know, for the group. Um, We actually even, and then have people help and help people to donate. Like sometimes we'll do incentives. Like I do a lot of games. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll offer up something and then have them draw like a hundred, you know, from one to 150. Um, so I do a lot of games to try to help. Um, we've done like watches and rings, you know, to try to get more donations. So we, we offer sometimes, you know, it's hard to get people to donate. Right. And so we'll offer like the admin group will offer incentives for people. Okay. So. Uh yeah, you guys got something amazing going on, you know. Thank you. When you're talking about pay it forward, you're paying it forward right now. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. And, you know, you experienced the homelessness yourself. Yep. What was that like, you know, being on the street? Um, well, I didn't actually have to go, like, on the, on a, on the street, per se, but I went from house to house to house to house. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, like, live outside, but I did have, me and my son had to go just to whoever let us stay there. Mm. For about six months. And like you said, it's just one paycheck away. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I really appreciate you guys yep. talking with me yep. and being on no the problem. show. Yeah, we do. Because like we donate everything from food to clothes to cakes. To the other day, um, we did a gas card. The group of us got together and gave someone a gas card mm-hmm. uh, just because that person really needed it. Right. You know, um, so a lot of times we pool our own money up between the admins to do it. And that was to help him... Uh, 
get a job and all that yep. stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. And how's he doing at it? Um, I'm assuming good. <laughs> he said he was he said he was starting, so he just needed to get back and forth to work. Uh huh. So we do try to you know help as much as much as we we can. I mean, a lot of us like are on disability ourselves, and mm. you know penny pinching but anytime we try to pull together as an admin team right we do well this is amazing what you guys are doing right here it really is well thank you it is quite amazing <laughs> so. well thanks for doing this for us <laughs> no problem you'll be up and uh i think i got time for one more did you want to get on Cotton <laughs> <laughs> my dress who do i got clarence clarence how you doing buddy i'm doing great and what you do with the group uh, i wanted to ask and basically, I go uh, pick up food donations and serve on Sunday after like two hours of sleep because I work third shift. Don't you know, get off to seven in the morning, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. It is. You know, it's amazing just seeing what you guys got going out here. It really is. Well, this is this is only my maybe fourth month uh-huh. doing it helping. Uh, I had seen a seen something on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then I got in touch with Ken. So my, my philosophy is everybody deserves to eat. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are or what you're doing. Should nobody have to go hungry. Never. Uh-uh. And uh, what we do is, like, you know, we have Ken and other administrators go out during the weekday and serve sandwiches and, and find, go where they at, find them where they at and serve sandwiches and you know, like a snack, something to put in their stomach. And then every Sunday we meet down here to serve them a, a bigger dinner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's when I first started, it wasn't that many coming. But the word is spreading. So now what we need to do as the group is to try to get more donations. Mm-hmm. And I even, when I first got into the group, they had the thing where... You wasn't no money, wasn't accepting money donation. And I say, you know, maybe that's a bad idea. I say, because pretty much everything come out of our pockets. Mm-hmm. And if we had, if we take donations, money donation, we can buy the main things, which will be meats. Right. Meats are the hardest to come by. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we're leaning, that, leaning towards that way. Okay. You guys got a GoFundMe page set up yet, or? Uh, not that I know of. We was talking about getting getting it. Uh, in fact, uh, the lady who would do it, she's not here today. She had to go to a wedding. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's something we working towards for the future. Oh, that. But you know what? If you guys got a GoFundMe or something, I'll make sure to get it out there for you, and you know, hopefully get you some cash donations. That way, you to go out there and, like you said, meat and protein and. You know, that's a big thing for people out there. And uh, what got you involved in everything? Well, you know, I always like helping other people. That's just like I, I'm a, I've am been mentoring kids for since 2007. And, like, I'm on this bowling league uh, up in Janesville. Mm-hmm. And so, at, like, last week was our last week bowling. So now we are take a trip to a Milwaukee Brewers game. So I'm taking a kid who's never been to a baseball game. Oh, that's fantastic. So, see, I'm like, you know, before Dave, because a buddy of mine, David, he helps on the show. Before he gets all excited, he's a Brewers fan, but I'm from Chicago, so I'm a Cubbies. But go ahead. (laughs) But I'm from Tennessee, so I I, I really don't have no favorite team. I just like watching. 
Uh, yeah. And it's all I, about the game. If I can make a little kid happy, you know, at one time life, one time life experience, then I, I'm good for that. That'd bring a, you know, a dream come true to some of these kids out there. Yeah. A dream come true. You know, I try to, I try to set an example where if somebody see me helping, maybe they get into their head, I can do that. Right. You know, I can help somebody. Right. So yeah. And, like I said, down here, you seen how many people was here today. There's a lot Every of week here. is getting more and more. You know, a couple of times we had ran out of food. There was so many people here. It, it seems like sometimes when we have a lot of food, it's less people. Mm-hmm. Then we have less food, it's more people. Right, right. So like, like today, we had just enough for leftovers. And what we try to do for the leftovers, homeless always get leftovers first. Right. Homeless always eat first. Right. Because they the one who really need to eat. So yeah, it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, you know what? I really appreciate you being on the show, giving us uh, some of your thoughts, and you know, I have to thank you guys for doing this, man. You know, you regular people don't get to see this. Right. Close. You know, they're always busy in their normal lives and stuff like that. And it's a shame, but uh, we're going to try to help get the word out there for you guys. And uh, we're going to push on our sites and get the group pushed on there and all that good stuff. But uh, before we close out, what's the group's name again? One last time. Real People Helping Real People of Rock County. And they can find you right there on Facebook? Correct. Sounds great. But Correct. Uh, you know, appreciate you being on, and uh, wow, you guys are doing an amazing job, man. I'll be looking forward to uh, keep, just keep building up. Keep building her up, man. Yeah. Getting the, getting the word out. Thanks for being on, man. All right. Motorcycle Madhouse with James Hollywood Bachari. Now, two days a week. Tuesdays and Saturdays at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Listen and download all episodes for free on HarleyBikerNews.com. Or the show is available on all major podcasting platforms like the iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. This is James Hollywood Machikari. Hop on over and check out our new YouTube channel where you can hear Motorcycle Madhouse and watch the Biker Angle. You can look up the new channel by going to our website, HarleyLiberty.com, or Insane Throttle Biker News in the YouTube channel search bar. Don't forget to have that prospect hit the subscribe button and that bell in the upper right-hand corner so you will always be up to date with the new channel content. Motorcycle Madhouse with James Hollywood Machikari. Yep, yep, good to yep. go. Hollywood's Motorcycle Madhouse on iHeartRadio. Now let's take this show to the next level with our up-and-coming band segment. Remember, you can listen and download all episodes for free on HarleyBikerNews.com or available on all major podcasting platforms like iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more.
and welcome back. Thanks for everybody for going through and uh, listening to the whole thing. If you got to this uh, point of uh, the show, let me tell you, watching that today hit me square in the dick, man. Our problems are nothing compared to what's going on out there with some people. Like a lot of the guests said, we're all only a paycheck or a catastrophe away from being homeless. A lot of the homeless that I've seen out there today were some damn good people that just had some shitty things happen to them. And a lot of the stuff that our first guest, he's actually a biker. A biker started this group. And there's a lot of bikers that are helping with this group. And, you know, thanks for, you know, you guys going out there and helping people like you are, man. Getting this group up and going. Because a lot of people on Facebook are just that talk. And this group is far from talk. They're all action. They have a thing, a saying. A hand up, not a hand out. And boy, did they show that shit today, man. You know, normal people down on their luck just needing a hand up. And that's what I seen today. And I'm really hoping and, you know, like the guy I got to interview today, he gets it together. He wants to get it together and get his life going. You know, there's a lot of good people out there to help him. You know, I am disappointed in the, the city of Beloit, you know. They're in the middle of uh, trying to renovate the town, kind of like Chicago did on the south side, where they would tear down all the projects or tear down all the housing, and next thing you know, 70, you know, $80,000 condos, well, in Chicago's case, seven hundred or $800,000 condos are going in the, the old spots. One example of that would be Cabrini Green that used to be up there. They tore that uh, project down. Next thing you know, they got all kinds of goodies going in there. Then you got right outside of Comiskey Park as well. You know, that's where uh, the Sox play. And they go in there, renovate the neighborhoods, and they push out everybody else. And here's the thing. And I'm not trying to be political here either. But if the Democrats, liberals, the far-left progressives really do give a shit... Well, you sure the hell ain't seen it in action on the streets. Because Beloit's all ran by Democrats. And they have their police departments out there. Their, you know, South Beloit's out there. Pushing these people out where they have nowhere to stay. Now, a lot of these guys and women and children stay in a tent city. Right there in the forest. And harming nobody. They sleep in tents. Sleep on the ground every day. And you got the cops coming through. Ragtagging them. Arresting them. And being overall assholes. Like they don't have anything better to do. I know in Beloit. Maybe they should go after the drugs. After the heroin. After the fucking crack. But no. Homelessness is easy to target. They don't have to put in, you know, a hard day's work. They don't have to put their ass on the line. They can go out there and harass people for being homeless, for not having nothing. Instead of doing a job of going out there 
and getting the shit off the streets. See, now they don't want to put themselves in that kind of danger, but they can go after the weak and the innocent. And like the the first one said, uh, Papa, you know, they arrest him, throw him in jail for 60 days. No way of getting out because they don't got money. So that gets rid of them for a little bit. It's a travesty in America that this is happening. A vet who is 82 years old spent 20 years fighting for this fucking country. And he's out there picking through a garbage can. I think that's the worst thing I have ever heard. The worst thing I've ever heard. Is a vet. Who put his ass on the line in the jungles of fucking Vietnam. On the street. With nothing. 82 years old. And the VA can't sit there and help the man. What kind of country are we. Where we can't help those who fought for us. Yeah, it's all fine and dandy to say, yeah, we support the troops. We support the troops. Do we really? Do we really support the troops when they come home? Because in this case, we haven't. We let him sit out there, garbage pick, to fill his stomach. But he did 20 years for our country. What's that saying about us as a society? What's that saying about us as a country? It's not really saying much now, is it? It's horrible to have to see that in person. Hear about it. And then hear about son of a bitches who want to think they're tough. And go beat up on these people. It's sickening, it really is. Especially one that fell in a river, supposedly, as the cops say. But as I was talking to everybody, no, nah, that's not the case. Because there was a man that was beat up, had stitches, just because he was homeless. What kind of animals does this country really have? Are we even human anymore in this country? Do we even care about each other in this country anymore. You have to think about that. Have we become so self-involved that our fellow man don't mean a goddamn thing to us? Think about that. We all sit there, eat dinner every night. We eat lunch. We have food in our belly. But the same thing can happen to us. It's just a matter of circumstances. I think what this country needs is to get a goddamn heart once again. Be Americans together once again. You know, we're so fucking divided now, it's pitiful. I always say, you know, this country hasn't been more divided than since before the Civil War. And why? Because we got a bunch of sheeple out there. A bunch of sheeple who listens to a bunch of career fucking liars in Washington to get us divided. You're going to have to remember something. Politicians and them people in Washington don't give a goddamn about you. They don't care nothing about you. Nothing. 
Not a damn thing about you. They don't care if you got a job. They don't care if you got food on the table. They don't care if your kids grow up in a good neighborhood. Because if they did, Chicago wouldn't be a fucking war zone. Chicago's shy rock right now, man. They're killing people left and right over there on the south and west side. You know, the Democrats have been in charge of uh, Chicago for the last hundred years. Hundred years. Chicago is the most segregated city in the United States. And most people won't believe that. But look up the demographics. Well, I'm from here, so I should know. West and south side, all black. Far uh, south side, all black. Mixed with the Latino. North side, Polish, Latino, Italian, white. It's the most segregated freaking shit in the country. But you got them out there crying when others try to fix shit. Racism. Man, don't let them people play that card on you people no more, man. Get educated for once. Get educated. Use your own minds. Don't follow son of a bitches that have been in their fucking positions 20 freaking years because all they care about is the next election. That's all you are, is a vote. After that, it's power broken with the lobbyist. That's all this country's become, all it's become about. It's not about American anymore. That shit died out a long time ago. A long time ago. We lost our values as a country, and worst of all, we lost our humanity. So, I really hope you enjoyed the program. You know, I learned a hell of a lot today. I know my fucking problems don't mean a goddamn thing compared to the big picture. There's people out there way off worse than I ever was or ever will be. And next time you see somebody out there that needs something, give them a hand up, man. Pay that shit forward. You know, get yourself some good karma. The group, I'm going to be putting some banners up on our page, uh, harleyliberty.com. And once they get a GoFundMe page, I know they'd really appreciate any donations you can give them. I know for a fact that, you know, their big thing is they won't give cash to the homeless, which is the way it should be. They'll give them all the help they can give them, though, with food. They really need the food. You know, there's a lot of people there today, and meat's the big thing. You know, protein, you know, so these people can eat. You know, other donations could be clothes, sleeping bags, tents. Oh, man, I got a list for everybody. So, I know the bikers are... Some of the most charitable given people in the country or in the world. That's the way I look at it, in the world. So, let's all get together. Let's help them. Let's get them, you know, what they need, you know. And hopefully, this ideal is spread throughout the United States. You know, get some strong leaders out there and, you know, actually put what we talk into practice. Because something like this... You can't just talk about it. You got to actually get involved. You got to do something about it. And that's why I called this show America in Crisis. Because we really are in crisis. Because we listen to a bunch of politicians who want us to get a fighting among each other. That's their whole game. That's how they stay in power. So, I hope you guys learned something. And I appreciate you, you know, listening in. 
Uh, don't forget the biker angles every morning on our YouTube channel, Insane Throttle Biker News. And, of course, we got our Facebook pages. And the new book comes out September 1st. If you're a subscriber on our YouTube channel, I'm going to be sending out uh, free ebook copies of the book. Uh, the printed book will be coming out the second week of uh, September, I'm thinking. I got the proof coming in, so it's going to be a fun thing. You know, a lot of stuff in that book right there. But again, thanks everybody, and you all take care out there, and uh, you be safe and uh, help your fellow human being. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Motorcycle Madhouse. Don't forget to go over to the Insane Throttle's new YouTube channel and check me out over on Biker Angle. Also get your daily dose of biker news every morning at HarleyLiberty.com. If you haven't done so already, go like the new Motorcycle Madhouse Facebook page. And until next week, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. And remember, keep that throttle crack wide open. Holiday tips and wine stories from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over one million bubbles in a glass of champagne? Here's to a whole lot of celebrating. Crisp whites like a floral Sauvignon Blanc pairs perfectly with shrimp cocktail and other light appetizers. Now that's how you kick off a holiday meal. Don't stress about choosing the right wine for a meaningful gift. Consider me your wine concierge. As you check off that gift list this holiday season, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection at Total Wine & More. Cheers! Holiday tips and wine stories from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. There are 10,000 wine grape varietals worldwide. Here's to thousands and thousands of gift possibilities. Chardonnay paired with lobster mashed potatoes? Simply delicious. I know just the right $10 bottle for your white elephant party. The most stolen gift award is yours guaranteed. As you check off that gift list this holiday season, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection at Total Wine & More. Cheers! Cheers!